Hello and welcome to the Rooted in the Really Real podcast. Get ready to go on a journey of knowledge, growth, healing, and prayer rooted in our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for joining us today. Now let's dive in. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's it, been a long, long time. Do you have any idea how long it's been? Uh, my guess is five months. Yeah, I think I said that earlier, right? Yeah, my guess is five months. It's uh, it's good to be back. It's been a busy a busy season um, between ordinations and travel and World Youth Day. There's been a lot going on. Yeah, I think we intended on taking like a summer break. That felt natural. That felt good because you especially were traveling a lot. And our summer break kind of turned into a fall break as well because now we're recording and it's mid-October. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to September. I think we were thinking August, we would, you'd get back from World Youth Day and we'd record and it just didn't work the few times we tried. I don't no. know. I, well, I, I, you know, I think it's that the Lord was doing a lot in both of our lives and and because of that, like he wanted us to work on, focus on other things first so that we'd have space. Yeah, it's interesting because like, obviously you and I have talked about this a lot, but it's like we're we're involved in so many things and we're so busy, you know, and you're vocation director and... I have three kids and I'm homeschooling and we're like involved in all these ministries and we look at the podcast and we're like, what are we doing with the podcast? You know, we don't really feel like it's something we should stop doing. You know, Mm -hmm. like there's something good here. There's something that the Lord's doing. I think ideally it would be this like fruit of our prayer and our friendship and that's what we're going for. But then also sometimes it's like, I don't want it to be that stressful thing where we have to do so much and there's all these episodes we have to record and like, oh no, like, you know, we're behind. So I think it's like, we're trying to approach it prayerfully but also not be stressed out about it and that kind of turned into five months of no recording yes but it happens it does and you know what i'm i I was grateful for the space right the lord's been doing a lot in in my own life and really just trying to to root me uh, as i can as i look back over these these last months um just really trying to help me reclaim the fervor i think this is something that all of us can struggle with but like reclaim that fervor of of that that initial ordination, my initial ordination to priesthood and diaconate, and the excitement that's there. I'm just recognizing too, like how in ministry at times that can that can it can wane, or uh, and so um, yeah, that's been one of the big things. Like our Lord, Our Lady, as I've been just kind of walking through the season, has been focusing on. Yeah, I think in general, what I've been trying to focus on, me and my husband Drew, trying to focus on is just these last few months especially, is just trying to focus on what's important, you know, and like what our priorities are, because it can be so easy to just get caught up in all the busyness, as you know, with your full schedule. It's Mm -hmm. just like, if we said yes to everything that came our way, like we wouldn't have time to sleep or eat or anything. Like it's, it's so hard to have a family, be in the world, like try to pray, like make time for exercise, eat dinner as a family, like be involved in all the things. Like, and my kids aren't even like, that old yet are involved in everything, but we're just, our, our schedule is so full that we're trying to take a step back and just like focus on that simplicity and prayer and like, what's important, like, what are the goals for our family? And like, what are we doing? You know? And it's just hard sometimes to do it all because we can't do it all. And I think we always, we know like to a certain extent we can't do it all, Mm -hmm. but then when we're not doing it all, we kind of feel like we're failing, right? Like yes, the world and like everything, everything around us is built in such a way that it makes us feel like we are totally failing if we aren't doing it all. And even just like how my friends and I sometimes talk to each other, it's like, what are you doing today? And it's like, if I said, you know, we don't have anything going on, it's kind of like, oh, well, 
what are you going to do? Or like, what, how are you going to fill the time? Or aren't you going to catch up on stuff? And it's always like, how are we supposed to approach our day so that we have room for the Holy Spirit to tell us what to do? We're doing what we need to do. We're not like neglecting our responsibilities, but that like, we're not totally stressed out because we are always operating at such a high level of stress. I feel like it's just become the normal. And I don't like that. Well, and, and to the point of, of doing versus being, like I just think of, of how many days I have spent really just focused on like, these are all the tasks I have to accomplish rather than saying, okay, well, Lord, how do you want me to do this? Like, Lord, where do you want me to start? Lord, where do you want me to begin? And really it's only until recently where there really has been this sense of beginning to reclaim what is essential, which is is which which is that time with the Lord. Even some days when it's not as much as I would like, and it's not as much sometimes as the Lord would like, but just starting in that place where it's like, okay, Lord, like how do I give you the best of my time? And and that has been a, ch- a challenge in some ways because of that lie, right? Like this lie that I need to be doing something, this lie that I need to be taking care of something, this lie that I, I ought be, if I was a good priest, I ought be doing X, Y, or Z. And and it's it's fascinating. Like this morning, you know, just meeting today, like we were listening to the, I was reading the Office of Readings and listening to it. And one of the things that's it's spoken of uh, in the Office of Readings was just how the, the priest's primary responsibility is to preach. And how often the priest allows all of the other things in their life to steal them away from that primary responsibility. Because the other things are good, but they're not the essential. And I was like, and I can even see this in my own priesthood as the vocation director, how how often it is is that I allow um, the busyness of all the different things, of the meetings, to pull me away from the time of preparation, to pull me away from that time of prayer, to pull me away from from what's what's really important. And I can't imagine what it's like in many ways, right, for a, a, a family of, of five, right, the three kids and you and Drew, like what that's like, because it, it's so easy. It's so easy to have so many things to stay grounded. It's like even the days that we don't have anything going on at night, like Drew gets home from work, I'm like, okay, we got nothing planned tonight. But still, like all the time is taken up with eating dinner and cleaning up after dinner and, you know, getting the kids ready for bed and the whole bedtime routine and like all the stuff of just living, you know, like I think sometimes I write down on paper, like, okay, like what, what are we all looking, like, what are we looking at this season? What are the things that we're involved in? And it's like, maybe it's not even that much, but it's just our home life and our family life, just living requires so much of our attention and time. Sometimes I think we like get inconvenienced by it, you know, it's like, oh, well, family dinners can can go let's like have dinner in the car on our way to you know sports practice and all these things and like all of a sudden all the things that that take up our time become inconveniences and then we're just stressed by it and then we're not where we need to be you know and it's just it's just so easy for us all to be so chaotic throughout our day and i think what we're both trying to strive for and other people are trying to strive for is that healing and slowing down and the simplicity of like, yeah, we can be involved in a lot of things and do a lot of things, but we need to be rooted in the Lord, pray, like be where we need to be. And like good things come from that. You know, a lot of times it's like my mindset, like I could be doing the same thing one day versus another day, but if I'm really stressed about it all one day, it just seems like too much and it's all chaotic. But if another day I like start my morning with prayer and I'm well-rooted in kind of that big picture of what the day's going to look like and how it fits into stuff and what I'm being asked to do. And I have that like posture of receptivity throughout my day. I could be doing the exact same tasks like on paper, but 
it's a very different day. I'm sure like you going through meetings all day or something, you know, it's like when you're just going and you're like crazy, like it's, it's a mess, you know, but when you like take the time for prayer, you breathe, it's like, okay, we can do this because I'm not the one doing it all on my own. Like the Lord is at work. And I just think we need that reminder sometimes going through our life. Like we could just be swept away and all of a sudden it's 20 years later and it's like, where the heck did my life go? Mm Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I don't want to live like that, you know, like, well, and I think it's one of the great things about friendship because, you know, there'll be times when you'll call me or I'll call you. And, and, and the first word out of your mouth is like, father, like, what are you doing? You know, take a breather. You don't need to be so stressed. I don't want you to be stressed. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I don't want to be stressed either. But the reality is, is it's, it's just like, sometimes I don't even realize, right. This is the, I think what's so crazy about it and how, how, really insidious it can be from the enemy is that I don't even realize how stressed or how chaotic my life has become until either someone points it out to me or until like there's an opportunity, either I get sick or I I go on pilgrimage. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, like I need to space things out. I need to slow down. I need to to take a breather here or there and recognize that if I don't put first things first, how can I expect anybody else to to kind of do that or to kind of walk that road with the Lord? And so it's like it's been great having our friendship and and frustrating at the same time because like it's like there's a truth that it's so wonderful that you speak over my life that at times I'm just like I don't want to hear this because it means I have to change something. And the Lord's like you do need to change something. But at times it's it's like asking him like how do i make that change and what does that change look like and i think that's been the the part too that that i've been wrestling with in this is like what does it look like to to have that space to keep god at the center and keep god first and you know and that's been it's been a big challenge um because my identity is is as, as this has been going a little bit prudent purifying my heart, right? It's just showing me like how often I let my identity in, be in what I do or what I accomplish rather than in his beloved son in, uh, and in baptism. When we're stuck in that cycle of like just plowing through and our self-reliance and just like so stressed, we really, we can't get out of it on our own, right? We can't just be like, oh, right. I need to stop doing this. A lot of times we need that external factor to kind of make us stop at our tracks and be like, oh, shoot. Yeah, I don't like this. Like, I am just trying to survive and I am plowing through life and I don't like this. Like, I'm not receptive to grace. This is frustrating. And we're not functioning at like a truly, I don't know, thriving level. It's it's not where we're meant to be. I think, you know, people listening to the podcast, you and I, like, if we're if we're thinking about this journey that we're on, I know sometimes it's cliche or kind of, I don't know tacky to be like we're on an adventure and like the journey but i mean like ultimately that's what that's what we're doing it's like we're trying to heal we're trying to grow and the only people i know personally who think they have no need to like grow or they're not wounded or broken like i think they're just maybe not super open to that reality like we're all so in need of mercy and growth and love and the lord in this place like we're trying to grow in this sense what could the devil do to prevent us from from doing that? And I think we can it's so easy just to get us all caught up in our stress and our busyness and to overwhelm us with how much is going on and sensory overload and all the stuff and then remind us of our sin and remind us of our shame and it's just this like cycle he can keep us trapped in so that we have good intentions. We want to grow. We want to heal. We want to receive more. We want to to pray. 
but he can keep us trapped in just like our stress and anxiety and busyness. And it really takes a lot of intentional prayer and just like surrender to the Lord to ask for that grace to like break the cycle and get out of that and not beat ourselves up when we recognize that, oh shoot, like I'm not, I'm not looking towards the Lord. I'm escaping everything. I'm just like stressed. And this is another thing I need to get done and move on. Like I don't have time to stop. But I think he's saying like there is, it is possible. There is another way. It might look impossible to us with our daily schedule or what we're involved in to make time for prayer or to really have any space to to do these things. But but all is possible with him. And I think I think like the the key in this is just remembering that we have a primary vocation, right? Our primary vocation is holiness and being sons and daughters of God. And then secondarily, it's it's how he's invited us to live that out. So in my case, it's in celibacy, and in Ashley's case, it's in marriage. And if we if we keep those two th- uh, those things in the in the center, and I ask the question uh, of myself, well, is this helping me to grow and to live out of my priesthood, or is this something that pulls away from it, that distracts me from it? It does give me an opportunity to start reflecting on the things that I've done and the things that I'm signed up to do. To say, okay, like, well, where does this where does this fit in with with this universal call to holiness, this call of my baptism, and this call of my priesthood, and and does it does it actually belong in in my life? And you know, I'm not going to lie; like, it's not a question I really want to ask myself because it means that there's changes that have to take place. But and you could potentially disappoint people. You have to say no. You have to rework your schedule. You have to remain faithful to prayer. Right. It's, There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot that comes with with asking this question. You know, and there's a lot that comes with 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 focusing on this. And I really think that, you know, that the season that we were we were away from this, like the Lord was is was drudging up a lot of this stuff that prevented us both, I think, if I can speak for our, in our friendship, right? That prevented us both from from being able to in some ways to flourish the way that he wants us to. And so like he's starting to, to prune and, and to to invite us to to look at things in a different way. Well, right. And I don't think it's necessarily like some huge bad thing happened and we both fell away from the Lord or like, you know, like we're not living the life we should be. But I think it's just those like natural rhythms in our spiritual life of the ebbs and flows of this is easy and now it's not. And the Lord wants us to grow in something and this is this is painful and this is uncomfortable and we both get busy and then it's like, oh, we're not talking and Maybe one day we're not praying like as, you know, where the Lord wants us to be. Or, you know, there's just stuff where like I know speaking for Drew and I, like all the things we're saying yes or no to, like what you're talking about is there are good things that we've said no to that like our friends are saying yes to and it's a good thing for them. But it's like I don't think we can sign up for this like other activity because, yeah, how is it helping our family as a unit grow in holiness? Like, would this cause us more stress and more time away that maybe we can't afford right now? Like, what what are we all involved in? And it requires, like, some difficult no's, I think, or, like, a reworking of our schedule of when are we praying? Like, it would be really easy to just say, oh, yeah, we'll just pray next week. But if Drew and I don't, like, agree on, like, which days are we going to adoration or which days do we have – an early morning when the other one is getting the kids up. Like if we don't kind of schedule out some stuff too and make sure we're making time for it, just life happens, you know? And if you don't have your holy hour in the morning, I'm sure your day is full of meetings and things. And it's like, oh, it's 10 o'clock and I haven't prayed, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. but with the podcast, I guess coming back here, something that 
I think you and I think is very important is we have had people say to us in person how much they enjoy the podcast. I think it's a little surreal sometimes because it's not like millions of people are listening. But I have been approached before saying like, oh, you have that podcast, like you're on that podcast, right? And it's like, whoa, you're listening to this? Sometimes I think like this is just our time, Father Steve, to like talk and and process out our random stuff that we're talking about. But like, yeah, like I do think it's cool that we haven't recorded in five months, but the stats that we have show that people have been listening through the summer and the fall every day. Like there are people downloading episodes, which we're not necessarily doing this just because of numbers or, or whatever, but there is this thing there that we think that people do long for living life boldly, you know, and living life how the Lord's asking us to live and doing tough things and that call to holiness. And continually, like our stats show that the attachment episodes are like downloaded twice as many times as the other ones. And I think that shows something for like people recognize like there's something missing and we're, we're broken but it's not without hope and the Lord is calling us to more. And it's like, what are the ways that we can use these resources and our friendships and community and and to help each other kind of go along this journey. And we recognize not everybody has like really good friendships or a really good community, but I think like one little way that a podcast like this can help is encouraging people to, to pray for that community, to share the podcast with other people, to talk about these things, to, to be honest with the Lord and be like, this is all the stuff that's here and we're trying to like work through it. And I think kind of looking forward, maybe just today what we're talking about is just kind of this know, random conglomeration of all our thoughts right now and where we've been and what's going on and kind of where we're going. But we just want to continue kind of the mission of what this podcast is and like being rooted in where the Lord is and what he's calling us to do and recognizing, you know, like the world is is passing away and like we all will die one day. Like what are we focusing on? How are we preparing ourselves? Where's the Lord asking us to be? Do we believe he has something like actually planned for us? Or are we just like doing, are we praying out of obligation and everything's so boring and we're like being dragged along by the Lord sometimes? Because like that's not what he wants. You know, he wants our freedom. He wants our yes. He wants excitement, like some, you know, there's suffering and there's hardship, but like there's, there's also joy fundamentally in, in everything that he's offering. And, and I think, you know, part of the reason that the podcast was so exciting to us in the beginning was for me, it was, it spoke to exactly what the Lord placed on my heart when I was preparing to go to seminary, which was I wanted to be and to walk with families and in the growth of their own holiness and the growth of their own sanctification, because I knew that as I walked with them, I too would be sanctified and would be would be transformed. And I think that um, this season has allowed for us to really kind of reclaim some of that desire uh, as we as we kind of look forward. Because you know, when Ash and I were talking about what where we go from here, there was really this sense of that we really want to to help families and 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 those who are preparing for marriage, those who are married, right? How do how do we begin to live this flourishing life? Uh, in within the contents, the context, and the intimacy of of that primary vocation, uh, which most people have, right? And then there's those who have the celibate vocation, but nonetheless, the principles I do believe apply in in both ways. Yeah, so I think kind of moving forward, big picture, what you and I want to talk about is like sacramental living. You know, like how do we make known those hidden realities of the spiritual life in our everyday life? You know, like we can talk about the hidden life of prayer, but it's like, how are we interacting with people? How are we living 
our life out in the world that that makes known like the hidden realities of our heart, the hidden realities of the spiritual life. And one of the main focal points for us will be, I think, the sacrament of marriage and how to live out marriage and the spiritual aspects of it and very practical aspects of it. I think our big picture here is you and I want to talk about sacramental living and this whole idea that that I just said, but then also having Drew on and maybe some episodes of just him and I going through the book, The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work, and and looking at those those principles and him and I kind of discussing it from our perspective within marriage, but then also having episodes with all three of us and you offering all of your wisdom and insight into the spiritual aspects of this and what you've seen working with couples and and having us give our insight into it and then going again back and forth between just you and I talking about this sacramental living. So I guess we haven't roadmapped out like every exact detail of that, but just to see like kind of a mixture of episodes going forward of how, you know, to pray with your spouse and and how how to work out like certain conflicts or arguments in marriage, but to focus on that book but also for us just to like talk about life, you know, and like not even just marriage, like bringing in all vocations and and just like going maybe back to our baptism and just prayer. I don't know, like what what else is on your heart? Well, really, it's, for me in my heart, it's it's this it's this drawing out of like this desire to help sanctify the 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 ordinariness of life, to help sanctify the ordinary person in their vocation. And and well, you know, most most of the the people who are listening are married. And and those who aren't like there's so many beautiful things that I have learned about my priesthood through walking with married couples, and I think the same is true for anybody who's currently in the single vocation. That there's so much that we can learn about interacting with other people, interacting with our own families, as we look at certain at these principles in marriage, but also as we talk about this the sacramental living, and again returning to our baptism into that call, and to recognize like how. How we every Easter renew this, this this idea that I'm going to turn away from the enemy, I'm going to turn away from his empty promises, I'm going to choose to live in accord with the promise, uh, in accord with God's will for my life by cooperating with his grace and, 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 and the challenge of that. But also like how the Lord is patient and merciful and, and and so desires the fullness of our hearts. And so he never gives up on us. And I'm just excited because there's like, there's so much that can be said here Um that you know that even a season of 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 podcasts would would never even begin to touch it, but it can lay a small foundation for all of us in our own personal growth. Yeah, I'm just excited also because I think we're trying to speak to things that are practical and like that we're going through. You know, we're not trying to like teach about topics that are completely irrelevant, you know, like there's no point in that. And there's a lot of podcasts and resources, information out there on, on a lot of things in the faith. And I think what we want to speak to is stuff that we're going through and what's relevant to us and what you see and what you pray with and, and just living it, like being in it and not just saying like, oh, like I've already experienced all this and I'm very holy and I used to be wounded, but now I'm not and I'm all good. And like, this is how I can help you. But being like, we're both struggling sometimes and we're both mm-hmm. experiencing a lot of joy from the Lord and a lot of healing and restoration, but we're also figuring it out too and recognizing like all the the holy, incredible, big saints that we look up to. Like they were ordinary people who also struggled at times and they just gave the Lord everything. I don't want to paint a picture of like, we are so broken and the saints were so perfect and like, it's impossible to get there, but like, 
the journey that we're on and what we're focusing on here is like we are broken because we in our own humanity can't do anything on our own and we're so little but like the lord can do everything and we don't know everything we need to do in order to like give everything to the lord because if we could just logically process through it all we would just do it and it would be done but it's like the lord in his and his goodness and mercy and his the, the mystery around how he works is he wants to teach us he wants like our love and growth and healing to be a learning experience where we come to fall deeper in our own knowledge of him and love of him. And and he wants us to do it with each other. Yeah. And that's the beauty of it. Is that this is a journey that like together that we do and that, and that all of us get to be a part of. I do think there's like a real, I don't know, like holy anointing or there's like some kind of sanctity over we're not just listening to a podcast episode of just like, okay, how can I learn a few things and just go about my day? But like, even though we're all not in the same room having like a small group session together and there are things lacking in listening to a podcast episode, there is this idea of community in us listening to episodes together and praying for each other and trying to all heal and grow. Like it makes everything better. So it is just like, yeah, we don't want to do it alone, but sometimes it's hard to see how do I do this with other people, but just us all also having the same goals and intentions like in our healing and being open is what also brings us together. Amen. So let's just, uh, let's just close with a prayer and just entrust all this to the hands of Our Lady. Almighty and merciful Father, we give thanks and praise uh, just for this time, for Ashley, for myself, for the, gift of our, for the gift of faith, for all those who are listening, for the graces that they, their families, their vocations need. And may Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We invite you to subscribe to this podcast and share it with a friend. You can also follow our Facebook page, Rooted in the Really Real Podcast, and Ashley Poltorek on Instagram for episode information and more. God bless.